When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates North Park, Illinois. Johnson with you here on the Studio 12 podcast. Welcome. This is Recall, where we call upon former players in our football program to help the 12th man relive the past. It was the summer of 2012 when Texas A&M joined the Southeastern Conference. A&M's announcement into the SEC was followed by one of the most memorable football seasons in Aggie history. Before this summer of 2022 is out then, we need to look back at the inaugural SEC football campaign. And we will do so with the all-time leading receiver at this school, Ryan Swope. In this 2012 season, Swope had 72 catches for 913 yards and eight touchdowns. He was a key figure for a nearly unstoppable offense that produced the Heisman Trophy winner in Johnny Manziel. So much was unknown back in July of 2012. What were the Aggies getting themselves into in the SEC? There was a new conference, a new coach, and a quarterback competition before the season, if you can believe it. Yes, 2012 was a year to remember in Aggieland. But in the preseason, the Aggies were almost forgotten in the SEC race. 
We begin there on this edition of Recall on the Studio 12 podcast with Ryan Swope. All right, first of all, uh, we're about 10 years into the SEC, uh, Ryan, and you were one of the teams that ushered us into this league. And it's got to feel a little nostalgic when you hit the 10-year mark, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. It's crazy to think t- that that was 10 years ago. Uh, it makes me feel old. Um, but uh, holy cow, 10 years ago. Wow. <laughs> Man, yeah, this place has changed a lot, uh, that's for sure. Uh, just the facilities, um, locker room, Cal Field, there, there's a lot has changed in a good way. Uh, and, you know, recruiting has, you know, we've, we're up there in the top five every year, uh, which is exciting to see. And, uh, this, you know, this is a special place. And I think we've got a, a bright future ahead of us and if you go back to 2012 not only were you guys entering a new league and everybody knew what the sec and how how difficult that could be uh, but you were also one of those college players that had to endure a coaching change uh, with mike sherman leaving kevin sumlin coming in and uh, what were the first impressions i'm always curious uh, of what guys have of their new coach and initial meetings and what you thought of coach sumlin as he arrived yeah i mean i think that it was definitely it's one of those i had to make a decision you know after my junior year i had statistically you know on paper uh the best year that i had and i had to make a big decision um uh, whether to you know return uh, or uh, go to the league and so i prayed about it uh and uh, really everybody told me hey man you don't have a quarterback you got a new coach you know new conference probably best that you go ahead and go to the league and and go you know get a paycheck mm-hmm. and but uh, you know, I, I was uh, I guess a little stubborn. I wasn't ready ready to leave just quite yet, and I prayed about it. And and uh, I'll never forget Coach Kingsbury uh, lobbed a phone call up there after shortly after that that bowl game, my junior year, and he's you know basically <laughs> he was recruiting me. Uh, you know, I, at least I felt that way. What do I need to do to keep you here one more year to help us help us? help us win next year uh, and he said you know he he made some promises you know from just an offensive standpoint uh that i couldn't turn down and dang sure enough I, i'm 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 so grateful that i did come back and uh, it was uh, a cinderella year that's for sure watching you know get to experience uh, witnessing a heisman winner and going to the Cotton Bowl and beating Oklahoma, not only beating them, but uh, like a drum. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, it, it, you know, it, it, cherry on top for sure, being, a, you know, coming from the, the Big 12 into the SEC and then going out and beating Oklahoma in the Cotton Bowl was was really cool and it, it made it worth it. So mm-hmm. it was a tough decision, but it was it was well worth it and got to, uh, got to play with Sumlin and Kingsbury and uh, and their entire coaching staff, and um, it, you know, it, it was just a great experience, and I'm and I'm glad that I came back. You mentioned Cliff Kingsbury calls you, uh, makes you some offensive promises that 
I'm assuming it's around. You'll get the ball, and you're going to put up numbers. Which you exa- that was exactly right. Yeah, you did that. But at the time of that call, like you said, you didn't have a quarterback. Yeah, and it, it promises. It, it, it wasn't it promises <laughs> like, "Hey, I promise you, I'm going to you know get you a hundred thousand dollar check in the mail from you know this real estate company down the road." That didn't <laughs> exist back then. It was more, "How can we? You know, I promise that we're going to get you involved, and I promise that you come here." Uh, with your mentality and you play, you're you're gonna you're gonna succeed in my offense. And, mm-hmm. and honestly, I, I went and uh, I I love Coach, Coach Kingsbury. Uh, I loved playing for him. He, he's just a, a tremendous coach. He's smart, um, and he just brings a whole new. He brought a whole new kind of energy to that offense and. You know, I still have a relationship with him till this day, and uh, I've got a lot of respect for him, um, and just loved playing for him. He, he was a, he was a, he's a coach that you just love going out and competing for, and uh, he he just had a, a a mentality that you can really appreciate. Um, so I, it, it was awesome uh, coming back and and you know, beating Alabama up there. And I'll never forget Coach Kingsbury saying, hey, don't be surprised, you know, when we go out there and you look up and we're beating Alabama 21 nothing." He said that before the game. I'll never forget it. <laughs> and sure enough, I, um, we missed a, an extra yeah, point. he was, was almost <laughs> right. It was 20 was, nothing. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so – but uh, he, you know, he nailed that one. And um, obviously Alabama, they were going to, uh, you know, regroup and they gave us a, a ball game there. But – um, you know that that game I'll never forget, and and those words that Coach Kingsbury said, <laughs> he was spot on. So, yeah. uh, but that's the kind of kind of coach he was, and he's just a lot of fun to play for. But in, in the finding of that quarterback, uh, spring practices, preseason camp, it wasn't announced that Johnny Manziel would be the quarterback until I don't think it was maybe a couple weeks before the opener. Maybe it was a week before the scheduled opener. Remember the. Scheduled opener was supposed to be Louisiana Tech, uh, a hurricane, if you want to call it that. That <laughs> never really got to Shreveport. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's postponed that one. But uh, did you have an inkling through spring ball early in preseason camp that, that it would be Johnny Manziel as, as he competed with Jameel Showers, essentially, for the job? You know, leading up to it, uh, you know, I thought, I thought Jameel um, – was going to be our guy. Uh, but I will say towards the end of summer, I saw kind of a new light from from Johnny Manziel mm-hmm. at the time. Yeah. Uh, didn't have football on didn't quite yet. yet I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he, you know, he was talented and athletic. He was fast. He, he you know, had some some good side-to-side action. Um, but I, what I tell people is I was – we're – quarterbacks they're never getting tackled in practice and they're not you know ever they're wearing a red jersey don't touch quarterback and you can't see when you're competing you couldn't ever see that because what johnny did as a quarterback his value isn't being shown Right. Does that make sense? His best attributes uh, are yes. probably taken away with that red Correct. jersey on. Correct. Yes. Uh-huh. yes. So, <laughs> so you you, and I mean, kudos to to Coach Kingsbury uh, for for seeing um, 
seeing something uh, in Johnny that maybe somebody else wasn't seeing. And so he, he took a risk and a chance and, and you know, named Johnny Manziel as a starting quarterback. Um, and I think some of us were surprised, um, uh, but some of us were not. I, I think it was that close. And I think that competition there pre-camp is healthy. Um to have two young quarterbacks going in and competing, try to earn their stripes and, and earn their position. and um, But Johnny fit that offense. He molded it better. And I think that we all saw that towards the end of summer, and that's what Kingsbury you know, went ahead and named him the starter there. And, and it's pretty early, if I remember, um, because he, he molded what he wanted to do with that spread-style offense. And so – um, I just think looking back, it's funny you, you talk about that first game getting postponed. I really wish that we would have had that first game. Yeah. Um, although they were a good football team, I yeah. would say that when that <laughs> game rolled around, it it was a barn burner. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it was. Um, but I, I do think that that first game would have helped us prepare for Florida a right. little bit differently. A reminder that College Station just got a whole lot more comfortable. Mizzen in Maine is known for making the world's best performance fabric dress shirt, but now they've got something comfortable for every hanger in your closet. Shop their workday and weekend clothing that includes pants, polos, and pullovers at MizzenInMaine.com. Because it ended up being Florida, your first game would have to be the inaugural SEC contest. Before you hit the field, could you feel that, or by that time in your career, were you able to just block things out? I mean, you were a veteran at the time. Could you just focus in on the task at hand, or did you take the field that day knowing that, man, this is a day that's going to mean a lot to a lot of Aggies. This is our first game as a member of the SEC. I think yes and no. I think it really kind of opened my eyeballs up when we went went up to SEC Media Day and saw how big of a deal this was. Mm-hmm. And we and I think I remember Sean Porter kept getting asked the same question about, you know, you guys think you guys can compete in this league and win five or six games and you know, we're sitting there going, "What? Win or five or six games?" <laughs> I mean, we we realize this is the SEC, but we've you know, if anything, it just sparked a fire. Mm-hmm. underneath us more to to go out and want it that much more and uh set the stake high um because we we felt like we could compete in that league and we had the right tools uh, in place to to go execute it and do it and um so i i think that that first day against florida was definitely yes and no uh, you're just a young player. You're just a player going into it and treat every game the same um, as far as preparation goes. But I think the really the first eye openers going on the road and seeing these SEC venues and, and you know, this is a different kind of football. This is a different kind of league. Yeah. Um, so it was a great experience. And what did you guys – I mean, I want to go back and touch – ask you about Johnny Manziel – like on an like from an outsider looking back in, do you remember that and recall if you get, if you thought Jamil or Johnny was going to be the starter? I 
I went out to a decent amount of practices yeah. uh, that year, and I could honestly say you would have lost money. Yeah, I thought at the end of spring, <laughs> I I probably would have leaned toward Jamil, Jamil. Showers. Yeah. That's just my opinion. No, I think every- I wasn't getting that from coaches or you guys mm-hmm. as players. It's just, I mean, you know, I I don't have the eye for football that you players and a coach have, but just through my eyes. Yeah. Somebody would ask me, I said, well, it'd probably be Jamil Showers. Yeah. And I remember I was on a, a summer trip early uh, when you guys were in August camp. I, I was away. I, I didn't make make it out. It was kind of the end of my vacation when you guys started yeah. uh, August camp. And I remember <laughs> uh, my dad had gone to a practice and he called me and he said, Johnny Manziel is going to be the quarterback of this team. I was like, well, what do you mean? Because <laughs> my dad would be one of my tell. Oh, my gosh. Think no way. I said, like, what do you mean? He's like, he's just got <laughs> it, man. I was like, what do he do? Did he have an awesome practice day? Because he wasn't that great today, but he's just got it. I was like, okay. And I think it was about a week or two later that that hey. he was announced. But Holy cow. It, but, see, I also look at this, though. The, the Florida game, you guys were in it. And that that was an eleven and one Florida team, by the way, that you opened up with. They only lost one game the whole year in the regular season and went to the Sugar Bowl. But yeah, so so narrowly defeated. Yeah, you were right there in it and, and lost twenty to seventeen. But then you go up to SMU in the second game and you're scoreless after a quarter. You know, I think the I there was a snap over Johnny's head and you, know, you had to go back down to the. You know, it, was it wasn't like the offense was going at it great right away. No. But I'm I don't know. Did you guys have any doubts creep in very early? It, maybe in Dallas against SMU, saying, "Man, I don't know, are we getting it going or or, or not here." No, I mean, I think if anything, I definitely. The first two games, I had, I had some doubts just because I was. I mean, at that point, I was splitting time and 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 with, with another great receiver, Malcolm Kennedy. But I wasn't playing. I was used to playing ninety to hundred plays a game, where I, they cut me back to. I think I was playing fifty, you know, forty or fifty, and I just wasn't used to that. And so, um, I was definitely kind of. I went in and have you know talked with Beatty, and I was frustrated. Mm-hmm. I want to be out there, you know, every freaking play if I can be. And mm-hmm. uh, and I told Kingsbury, and um, you know, I think that just having that conversation with your coach is important. Um, and I want to, you know, especially it being my senior year, so mm-hmm. uh, they could tell I was frustrated. And uh, I think they're that SMU game. They finally kind of let me loose. Um, and not only me, but they let Johnny loose too. Yeah. So because after that I mean, first it was, quarter, it was after that first quarter. Yeah. we were off to the races. We got the first yeah. glimpses of that offense of Johnny Manziel. I mean, by the end of the game, I think he was throwing a no look uh, jump pass for Ken, a touchdown to Kendrick, Kendrick McNeil. Yeah. It was unreal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was. It was. And I will say, and a lot of people, you know. Johnny Menzel and what he did, uh, but I will also say that offensive line oh, know, man. was tremendous. I mean, Patrick Jokel, Lewis, Jokel, Matthews, Pat Lewis, man. Jarvis. I mean, yeah. it, you know, Cedric Abuehi. <laughs> yeah, they 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 had a they had it going up there. Um, and, but uh, another thing I'll say is our defense was phenomenal that year. People don't give them enough mm-hmm. credit. Um, you know, in, especially in big time situations, you know, the Shazer's interception down there. I mean, it's just one that you'll play. You'll sit there and remember uh, for for uh, for a very long time. It'll be you know on the highlights just because 
that's such an iconic play and um but we had some really good defensive players and a lot of senior leadership too which you know it always helps having a guys out there that have been doing it for a while and mm-hmm. um well you brought up the name earlier in uh sean porter oh man he's... after that florida game i don't know if you remember he had a ton of emotion and really some anger no he did he, he, i mean yeah at the media and, he yeah would, and he, he would... let it out and i, mean, I loved it yeah i did too i, I mean, loved it. It, it i think probably stemming from your trip to <laughs> sec media day he's probably tired of hearing Oh, he was. About how a we was going to get beat, and then they, you know, <laughs> you narrowly lose that first game. I think he went in there sick of the talk. He was, and, <laughs> and he's that's how he is, and I love Sean Porter. He was a just a fantastic leader for, for our football team, and, you know, he stood up for for what he believed in, and he, you know, when – when somebody would ask a dumb question, well, he would call him out on it, and and <laughs> I mean he'd tell he'd tell him how he really felt, and you got to appreciate a guy like that, and especially when it comes to, you know, winning or losing, um, people weren't really giving us a whole lot of credit, you know, going into that that season. So he was frustrated, and um, we and we we use it, we use you know that that. I guess negative energy and turned it into positive. And that's all you can do. If anything, it just get made us work that much harder. So, but he, yeah, he, he definitely, he, he's, he was always the guy that I was good. You know, if any, if you're going to watch anybody on the podium stand after a football game or before it was Sean Porter, yeah. cause he was spot on with his assessments. That's right. <laughs> and he made them very clear. Yeah, so, he yeah. did. You can't go through the 2012 season without, talking about the comeback at Ole Miss. I always contend that that was every bit as meaningful as what happened in Tuscaloosa later that year. If you don't come back and win that game, I don't know if you get Tuscaloosa later that year. Yes, I mean. for sure. No, I, I think that that was kind of the – they got us going. I mean, I, yeah. we were we were already – we knew we were a really talented football team. Um but I think going up there at their place. And, and it's the, the first SEC road trip. Correct. First SEC and game those, at a road venue. In those and, conditions, it was yeah. it was cold. Uh, it it was rainy, yeah. <laughs> you know, 40 degrees. It was – I mean, it, it, football weather. You, mm-hmm. you embrace those those games. And, and um, you know, I'll never forget pulling into the Grove. It, it was it, it was electric. Mm-hmm. Um but it, it was even better pulling out of the Grove <laughs> post game. It was still I electric. Mean, it, yeah, it was still electric, but on a that few bus. Choice <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, that was that was fun, and jo- what Johnny did there um, in that football game was unreal. He I'd play after play, and just a fierce competitor. Mm. And I told him, I. But you were sharing a story yeah, about I the was, game earlier, Johnny. Uh, I'll never forget Johnny. He, you know, he. I was having a terrible game. I had a couple drops and. Had a fumble and I was just frustrated. Just you know, it's one of those nights in uh, fourth quarter. Rolled around and I'll never forget this. Uh, I had my helmet on and I'm not saying I was hanging my head, but I was. This was after the fumble. Um, I was pissed. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was hard on myself. Mm-hmm. And um, Johnny comes over and he grabs my face mask and he said. I, I got to keep it PG, but he said, right. Swope, we need you. Mm-hmm. We, we need you in this football game. Mm-hmm. 
and he said, we're going to win this thing. And we're down 10 at this point mm-hmm. in the fourth quarter. Yeah. He said, we're going to win this football game. We need you. So, you know, and this is a 19-year-old yeah. grab my face mask. and A senior. Yeah, yeah, and I'm a <laughs> yeah. senior, and, I, and I'm like, okay. Yeah. All right, well, let's go. Mm-hmm. And, and damn sure enough, you know, I think a couple minutes left, and he throws me a dime over my shoulder, and we win the game. Yeah. And that just goes to show you this guy, I don't know if I've ever met a more competitive person than Johnny Manziel. Yeah. How bad did he want to win? He wanted to win bad. Worse and than the other worse guy. Worse than the other guy. <laughs> and so, and, and that's, honestly, that's how he always was, whether it was on the ping pong table upstairs or the pool table or in FIFA, you know, he he was a fierce competitor. He loved to win. And you, you just got to appreciate somebody that's that competitive nature uh, that, that was within him and, it brought a lot of energy to our football team. Yeah, because I, I still say that down 10, right about eight minutes to go, maybe a little under, he gets sacked and you're at your own one. Oh, man. And it's third and 19. I, I always said television sets shut off at that point. The oh. Aggies were left for dead Yeah, we in were, that game. Oh, I, <laughs> I'm, I can't imagine how many televisions got shut off yeah. at that point. Mm-hmm. Frustrated. Um, <laughs> I mean, third and, like, a mile but the other thing is you're at your own one you're at the yeah if well, you I mean somehow pull off a miracle and get this you still gotta go yeah you just, to the field yeah it took three plays it he throws to mike unreal. uh and mike i Evans, think ben molina had a run that mike johnny ran it in and that set up yes. your td and let's go back to that mike evans catch yeah because that might have been one of the greatest grabs i've ever seen i mean yeah. the guy went over a guy went over a guy what they somehow managed. Oh, he, he got, got that dude. The poor, oldest guy that got poor mossed. little dude just got completely mossed. He got mic'd. <laughs> he got mic'd. Yeah. Exactly. But uh, and then yeah, I think Johnny had one long run, and then yeah. Ben Ben Molina scored. Uh, I think it was Ben long ben, run, then Johnny scored. That's right. But you mentioned okay, he throws a touchdown pass to you that gives you the lead. Before that, Ole Miss has fourth and about two inches. And we get a and big they st- line up in the shotgun, and I th- I kind of said thank you. You're doing us a favor here in that shotgun if you're going to hand off because that's going to go deep in the backfield, and stuffed him. Jenkins, Stu, yeah. Porter. <laughs> I mean, Neely was in there getting after yeah. it. <laughs> oh, it was it was really at that moment we it was we knew that this was going to be something special, yeah. uh, and we it's- just. We had fun. I and mean, that was the after most. your TD, you had to hold him off one more time, and Tony Hurd. Tony Hurd. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just. It just all happened. It did. So well. It did. Yes. And, um, but that goes back to summer, you know, or the spring. We were, we were, we've been putting in the work, and we were passionate about it, and we had a lot of senior leadership, and uh, we very easily could have hung it up, and, but we, we just, we had the right guys in there, and mm-hmm. just, had that competitive competitive edge, and damn sure enough, we had a Heisman Trophy winner. <laughs> I mean, whoever would have thought. You guys I mean, helped him win it, yeah. And <laughs> you just can't really write that script. Uh, you're talking about, you know, four months before that, who's going to be your quarterback? New coach. New coach. and then Entering five, the toughest league in the nation. And then five months and later, he's holding the freaking Heisman Trophy. Yeah. 
Yeah. And you guys I mean, are getting that asked is, preseason, can you win four or yeah, five games? I know it. I know it. It, it was – it's definitely one of those seasons yeah. that uh, I was just so grateful. It goes back to the spring, that phone call from Kingsbury. Uh, it's a season that I'll get to tell my kids and, you know, hopefully they'll tell their kids. And and I think, you know, a lot of Aggies will remember it for a very long time. Yeah, you aren't kidding. And especially that win in Tuscaloosa. Uh, I, I've, I've never known you to – give up on a play, but when you see Johnny engulfed by Alabama defensive lineman, I don't know if you saw the ball fly up in the air when he fumbled, but at that point, did you almost say, well, that play's over? <laughs> well, it was the weirdest play, and I was supposed to run a corner route, and, and so, this, but the corner, uh, sorry, like a little flag route, corner route right. to the back pylon. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the corner back dropped, and so I'm like, well, I'm not going to run a corner route into zone coverage. I, I'm basically running to an area to get covered. Yeah, you're so running I, into coverage. Yeah. What I did is I actually just I, I I sat down instead of going all the way to the pylon. I sat down on the back end zone line, and I turned around. And then I look as I turn around, and like Johnny, our our lineman, we had some pretty big linemen, uh-huh. and Alabama had some yeah. bigger linemen up there. That's what I'm saying. And Could I'm like, where Johnny? is he? Yeah. Where, what is going on? <laughs> and the next thing I know, I see – I'm trying to remember the coach's son, number three on Alabama. Sinceri. Sinceri yeah. goes flashing across the screen to go tackle Johnny. And then next thing I know, the ball is in the air, and Johnny catches it. And he's acting like he's going to go run – and then next thing he knows, he thinks he's going to run too. But then he looks up at me, and I'm standing there wide open in the end zone. <laughs> and so all this went down, and I'm processing it and trying to figure out what's going on. Meanwhile, it, you know, grab your freaking popcorn. I mean, this is unbelievable what this guy is doing. And, and I feel like that ball was in the air for an eternity. You know, Had just, to feel that I way, mean, yeah. Don't drop this. Don't drop yeah. this. And, and I think on the sidelines, I felt the same way as the ball was oh. thrown towards you. Cause, but I, but my feeling was, are we going to get a touchdown out of this? <laughs> because I, I, I see Swope's wide open. It's like, there's no way you score on this play, though. And then you hold the ball. I'm like, we just got a touchdown out of it. <laughs> that happened. Oh, man. <laughs> man, how was that si- – being over there on the sideline after that happened and watching Johnny – you know, basically get sacked and no, he's not mm-hmm. sacked. And then the ball goes flying up and he grabs the ball. And then you think he might run, but he decides to yeah. throw across. I mean, are y'all, I, I realized well, when the it, ball was in the air, I, I glanced where you were and I was really like, oh, well, swoops open. <laughs> but that, like I said, it's like, you can't, you don't score off these plays. No, especially no. against Alabama. Well, and it was, <laughs> yeah, it's against and, Alabama. And, not, well, and, it, and it proved Tusk- Cliff Kingsbury the prophet because I think it put <laughs> yeah. you up 20. To, I don't know if it's 14 nothing on your score or 20 to nothing. It was at the second I think third it was because Christian Michael had a one-yard yeah, run. There were two one-yard runs. I don't know if yours was mine was the last know. touchdown or if yours was the second touchdown. But I mean, I don't know. It's all blur now. But, yeah. but back then it was, you know, it, you just – it's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's wild. It's yeah. wild to just watch what he could do on the football field. It was fun. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, he, he was just electric, and words really can't describe his ability mm-hmm. to and go out and perform on, you know, 
consistently every single week. And you already mentioned it, you know, the cap or the Cotton Bowl. And it was one of the most memorable seasons ever. And, you know, there's only one team in A&M history that won more games than you guys in a season. That was in 92 when they won 12. You mm-hmm. guys won 11. But I just remember, you know, Dallas is so accommodating to those that were at the Cotton Bowl. You know, hospitality sure. is unbelievable. And, it, you know, you win the game. And I'm about to go to sleep way late after the game because there was a celebration in the hospitality room. I'll give you that. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> a little bit. Your guy, David Beatty, who coached you. I mean, uh, he, he, we, he knew some people in Dallas. He kept the hospitality Oh, yeah. We, we did little, it. Yeah. We did it big. For yeah, sure. Yeah. So, and I think but ne- it was late. But Neely had a little bit to do with that. Neely thing. always <laughs> helps the party continue. There's no doubt about it. But uh, I remember finally getting to the hotel room, about to go to bed. And you, from the hotel, we were at the Anatole. Mm-hmm. You can see downtown Dallas. And, you know, when something happens in Dallas, they accommodate mm-hmm. whoever did it. Well, it, the A&M logo is lit up on the buildings and all That's of so downtown cool. is maroon. And I'm like, God, what a season. What a season. I mean, still maybe the best I've ever seen, if not the best, one of the best. And yeah, and the that cotton- was great to just see that in downtown Dallas to commemorate pretty yeah. much what, what you guys did. Yeah, and absolutely. <laughs> and cherry on top, it'd be a Big 12 team, right? Right. I mean, we, we right. there's a lot of – tension probably Mm -hmm. us leaving that league and um but we were thank goodness we made that decision it Mm -hmm. turned out very favorable and and we're off you know to bigger and better things and our recruiting continues to to be top of the list um but that that season was to end it with beating oklahoma and I will say back to what you were saying, the Cotton Bowl five star. I mean, they it just so. they they run it so professionally, yeah. um, and, and it was just really cool to to get the W there and, and then go into the town and celebrate after that. And it was really really neat. So, mm-hmm. but uh, I, I still say this when I look back at the season. I mean, almost to wrap it up here because there was so much talk. When see the playoff was about to start. That was not a playoff year. It was a BCS year, and it was about to start. So when the season ends, there's all these, you know, what would what would the playoff look like if we had it this year? There was talk that A&M could have been in it. But I still say this. I'll go back to one of the games. So you guys lost twice in the regular season, the Florida game, which we mentioned, then mm. a close one against LSU. Mm. If it's one of the most minor plays you think about ever, but I actually thought it may have been the biggest one that year. You guys are leading LSU twelve to nothing. It's kind of an odd game. Yeah. It was twelve to nothing late in the first half. And LSU has about a third and ten. So if you stop them, you're either you're gonna get the ball back and you're either gonna go into half up twelve nothing. Maybe you go on a drive, get a field goal, you're up fifteen nothing, maybe you get a touchdown, you're up nineteen nothing at half. Mm-hmm. They throw a ball high, pretty much incatchable. They called pass interference on Tony Hurt, and he barely touched the guy, and the ball wasn't catchable anyway. That flag should have been left in the guy's pocket. Gives him a first down, they go down and score. Yeah, I remember. Offensively, you fumble right away on the next possession. They score again. Instead of you guys up either 12, 15, or 19, nothing at half, you're down 14, 12 at half. If that flag is left in that referee's pocket, you guys are playing the SEC championship – against Georgia for the right to play Notre Dame for the national championship. That's my belief. 
You can call me out on it and say I'm wrong. I'm still sticking to it. Oh, no. (laughs) No, I'm with you 100%. And I think that, you know, it's a game of inches. Um, It was – it was a terrible call. I, you know, there's yeah. a couple. That one is up there with the worst I've ever seen, along with Trent Hunter's. Oh, good call. Texas. Yeah, the final Texas game. Helmet that to helmet. Was as bad as it gets, yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's. I think that year in 2012, make a couple field goals here and there. Yeah, some well, extra and that points. LSU game, there was some missed. So yeah, it wasn't just that play, but I still go back to that play. For sure. We're, we're either going to be up two or three scores at half. Mm-hmm. Instead, you guys were down two points in that bogus call. That is crazy. Led to all of. Of. Oh, and, my. But the, most people, well, that's a minor play. It's just, it no, was third and ten. You're going to get the ball back. That's a 14-point swing. And they're not going to get the ball again in the first half. I know. Instead, they got a two more shots at it in the first half, and they cashed in on both. That's crazy. A turnover was a part of it, too. So, Yeah, that, that is – the LSU, that's one. Because A&M, Alabama, or Georgia we was going to go beat Notre Dame yeah. in the in the national title game. I know. <laughs> it wasn't even a game, <laughs> yeah. you call it that. And Alabama just hammered them. I think if we had a playoff that year, we could have maybe snuck in there. Yeah, before. yeah. I mean uh, – I don't remember exactly how it worked. I mean, I, I would have to go but back and look at the, the rankings. There's an argument what, there. Yeah. I think that there's a lot of teams how that – How hot you guys were. Would it, anybody want to play us? Would have had to no. been noticed. That's If you're on a committee and you take things like that into consideration, you got to say, well, look at A&M. You think anybody in the playoff bracket would want to face them? Absolutely not. Yeah. I agree. You know, they like 100%. ratings too. So Absolutely. You'd have the Heisman <laughs> Trophy winner in the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> I think there, there's a good argument there, but mm-hmm. – yeah, it was a it was a fun fun year and it was worth coming back, that's for sure. No but, doubt. Well, we appreciate you, man. Hey, I Enjoy appreciate it. Enjoy doing Thanks. this. Yeah, this is fun. We gotta get you back here inside Studio Twelve. Let's do it. We'll get uh we'll get number seven, Mr. McGee on here. Let's soon get, soon get, to well, be. get number maybe get number ninety nine back. Get, yeah, old, get old Neely back. Yeah. Yeah, got we got the uh, seven second delay. So <laughs> so Neely can come. We can we can beep out what, <laughs> yeah, whatever we yeah. need to beep out. Half of what <laughs> Neely says. <laughs> Just keep the good oh, stuff. man. Appreciate you, man. Hey, thanks a lot, Will. All right, Ryan Swope right here inside Studio 12. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. All state vehicle and property insurance company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.